Welcome to this week's episode of Cinematic Adventures, where we promise not to speak for like four hours. I mean, do we though? I certainly hope so. I'm Daniel. I'm JP. And JP, guess what? The Oscars came out. Everyone's talking about the Oscar nominations and it's the yearly fuck you. Yeah, so let's not do that. And instead, let's talk about why we don't give a shit about the Oscars. I honestly... Okay, so um, I came into, like, I was watching my entire life. I loved movies, but I just watch whatever it is. I consume movies the same way I consume McDonald's, not really paying attention. Then I came in to, like, movie groups and critics and wanted to be more of a tier of movies. Uh-huh. And I figured, probably because of all the marketing, uh, that the Oscars were a good way to do that. Oh, you poor sad child. But... To be fair, I um the, the I didn't really pay attention to the entire ceremony because it goes for like forever. You needed us. Uh yeah. I needed you typically. I needed you to guide me. <laughs> <laughs> oh. But okay. um w- when I came in, I was I basically went to the Oscars like sports. Like I had a t- I had a movie that I wanted everything and I sort of got what I wanted for like four years and then and then Green Book one and then I'm like, oh, Oh, the entire ceremony is bullshit. Okay, <laughs> fuck me, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, but before then, like, I had, um, I was rooting for Mad Mac, and uh, that got nominated for Best Feature, but more importantly, got nominated for all the technical awards, which was all the best stuff in them, the technical stuff. So I'm like, it didn't win Best Picture, but like, that's for like, boring dramas or whatever this cool action um movie got all the technical stuff so i i was pretty happy with that um then we had uh la la land like sort of one and then moonlight one and when i went back to see moonlight i'm like oh oh this is fucking brilliant okay uh and then shape of water one and i'm like i don't even know what this movie is but the fact that they that they made the fish sex movie win i'm in what the fuck is going on (laughs) movie that's literally one scene and that pit is i know the whole i know but like it's literally the only <laughs> thing people were talking about that had not seen the movie it's great it feels like a hellboy prequel yeah the character does kind of look exactly like the character from hellboy and it's and it's played by the same actor who played abe sapien it's directed by the same person sorry i forgot to turn off my uh ringer Whoops. uh that's okay it also kind of scared me because i was like what the hell is that sound um sorry <laughs> um yeah, he does what was it the sapien yeah ape sapien. yeah ape sapien he looks identical to it. like they could have been brothers they probably uh-huh. are brothers maybe Ooh, maybe ape sapien is the son of the dude from the shape of water and the woman i um i was on a podcast called two two movies and um, I brought in uh, Shape of Water and Hellboy and wrote a, a massive synopsis on why these two are the exact, which is very funny. <laughs> it comes down to a scene where people, uh, where uh, there's, there's um, a scene where they eat rotten eggs. Uh, there's a scene where the main, one of the characters saves cats. 
uh, and kept in danger. And the vil and one of the people has a gross hand um, that has a weird hand that uh, the villains want to that is related to it's the villain. Interesting. So yeah, there's a lot of parallels. But anyway, Shape of Water won, and I went and saw Shape of Water, and I loved it for not for not just the sick fish sex part that everyone, was, but for it actually being a good movie. Okay. And I was doing really well, right? I was doing really well. Everything was going fantastically. And then, like, uh, 2018, right? And 2019, everything's going great. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse won Best Animated Picture. The fact that it's a uh, consolation prize for all the kids' movies that, that Oscars didn't want to see, I didn't really care about that. Because in the Spider-Verse won, and uh, Olivia Goldman won for the favorite. That's fucking great. Well done. Everything's going great. Oh, what could ruin this? Oh, Green Book won. Well, fuck you. I love how that's your fuck you moment. I really wasn't paying attention to the like anything else that was happening. I I cheated like and my teams won and I was um and after that I'm like oh and then I just went into like the rabbit hole of like all this shit that the Oscars had done that I hadn't been to since they started. <clears throat> so, you were all in for the Oscars up until last year? Uh, yeah, pretty much. It's funny, because I was trying to think when I stopped paying attention to the, Oscar, the Oscars, and I genuinely can't remember. It was sometime in, I want to say late 90s, maybe early 2000s, because it's been a while. I can't remember the last honestly like Tom Hanks was up for best actor which means nothing because isn't it, it like obligated for him to be up for best actor like every two years um <clears throat> so it Philadelphia um no no what? Philadelphia was like 92 I want to say um now we're both googling Tom Hanks to see when he had his Oscar nomination. Yeah, um, it's fine. Um, so uh, now it, you, it, sometime I want to say early two thousands. Um, early two, it, it was either early two thousands or late nineties, and I just it's just so uh, it's such a farce. It pretends mm -hmm. like hey, all of these movie executives, all of the people who live, eat, and breathe movies. People like you, people who love movies, people who literally make their money by making movies. They love movies more than you because it's how they get paid. These are the people who are on what the best film is, and you better believe these people have seen the lion's share of all the films to have come out in this given time period. That's what I naively believed as a child, and then I was like, or maybe not, because they would do things like give Cher an Oscar for Moonstruck, but not Silkwood. What kind of shit was that? We all know she didn't get it for Moonstruck. She actually got it for Silkwood. Just like Meryl Streep actually deserved it for Sophie's Choice. Like, there's so many, there's so many different instances. Perfect example. Did Leonardo DiCaprio get his Oscar for The Revenant? No. He got it for like 45 other films that were actually way better. He should have gotten it for The Departed. There are so many instances where he should have picked up the Oscar nod where it was like, oh, it's clearly him in this category. And they were like, nope, it's this one dude over here. And it felt like they were always like behind. They were always giving like this movie, like your performance in this movie was good, but it wasn't the best in the category. It's just that you really deserved it for this movie you did like nine years ago. So we're going to give it to you now. 
I felt like they were like constantly in the rears on giving out the Oscars. Like they were all going to the right people, but just to, for the wrong films. I feel like um, for for <laughs> for Leonardo DiCaprio specifically, I feel like it's because when Titanic came out, he made fun of the Oscars, and so the Oscars are very petty. Yes, yes, they are. Um, but also. Like that myth that I had that it was like these people who love movies and live for movies and have seen all of the movies, therefore they know better than us. That's they wrong. haven't seen all the movies. They haven't That's, seen that all That was the problem movies. for this year. And it's, oh, it's such, uh, it's horrible. Um, yeah. Not only have they not seen all the movies, but basically who gets, who wins is who bribes the best. Uh, yeah, they, there's Oscar campaigns, which sounds like a, a shitty system. It is. Like, you, that's why this isn't the best movie. This is the movie that had the most market. And the fact that, like, um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood got nominated, and that was like the earliest one to get nominated, I think. There was one that got nominated that came out really early, and then none, none others. And the only reason that one was noticed, uh, is because the, the uh, people writing about movies said that it's the Oscar to pay attention, and so they read that and they're like, oh, cool, I can watch this one and no others. Also, Bohemian Rhapsody won for Best Editing. So angry. Bohemian Rhapsody was either won or nominated for Best Editing and some of the worst edited movies I've ever seen. And 1917 didn't get nominated for Best Editing because they already nominated Birdman for the one-shot thing. But it's way more interesting when 19, in the concept of 1917. So fuck you. So yeah, they basically only reward one thing once and it's like oh we can't be seen doing the same thing over and over again we can't be seen doing things that would make us look bad or incompetent which of course makes well, them look bad and incompetent but to counter your point they've nominated joker twice because they've they nominated the character the joker twice because heath ledger won for the dark for playing the joker in the dark knight and now joaquin phoenix gets to do it yeah, but like those performances were really different. One of them was classic, uh, great, a, a real embodiment of the Joker, but in the real world. And the other one was the Joker, I'm willing to bet you're going to say. And the other one was Joaquin Phoenix. I knew it. Joaquin Phoenix <laughs> I was stuff. waiting for it. <laughs> oh, the the, the other one was his performance in The Master. By the way, if uh, the director of The Joker gets not, got wins, best director over Martin Scorsese for copying his homework. Fuck you. <laughs> okay. True confession. I attempted to watch The Irishman. Didn't make it five minutes. I don't know why. Four hours long. It just, but it feels like that first five minutes lasted for a good half hour. And when I realized it had only been like four or five minutes, I was like, I get to come back. I can't do this right now. Like, the ADD was strong in this one. I couldn't do it. And, but that's not to say that the movie is not good. It's just at that particular moment, I was not in a slow burn kind of mood, and I just couldn't do it. But it's I mean, like, I, I, yeah. I don't think I'd be able to watch it. Then again, I do have a 14-hour movie I want to watch, so maybe I can. I don't know. I'm weird. Oh, don't do the 14-hour. Uh, but I can't say anything, because I literally have sat through, what, 70 hours of Marvel? So, you know, maybe don't listen to me. But, um... Maybe but, it says yeah, more I, about Marvel. Than it does about um, than it does about you. It probably it's a statement on us both. Oh, by the way, um, Robert Downey Jr. left Marvel and has gone on to bigger and better things. Do little. That's not even a joke. Um, he did That's that just movie. Upsetting. He didn't do it. 
I don't think he like really wanted to do Doolittle. I think he wanted to help his wife. Also, let's take a look at Robert Downey Jr.'s career before we think about this. He has a history of doing both. He, he'll do like the goofiest shit. That's how he started. When he was like seven, he was in his dad's goofy ass shit. Um, mm-hmm. And then he'll do like super serious like indie roles that no one ever hears of. But if you watch it, you're like, damn, that deserves an Oscar. But then like, and then he'll turn around and do like one mainstream movie and that people just remember like the one mainstream movie, but this is not out of character for, for Downey Jr. at all. It's actually going back to his roots. So I'm just like, whatever. The next movie he does will be like Sherlock Holmes three or some shit. It'll (laughs) He'll be fine. <laughs> um, but do you think that his ego is big enough to not be um, the center of attention like he is in Marvel? Or, more importantly, will he go back to Marvel? Um, his, see, here's the thing. Okay, his ego was on display at Marvel, but the truth is he does have hubris. Because, again, if you look at his career... He doesn't have, like, he has an an image of, I think people, like, kind of confuse he and Tony Stark and think, like, oh, he is Tony Stark. He's not the total narcissist that Tony Stark is. Is he narcissistic? Sure. But he's not the complete narcissist that Tony Stark is. Um, He, like, he's, he's been humbled too much in real life for that to be who he actually is. Uh, which is why he'll easily do a stupid little movie like Doolittle because his ego is not as huge as it as Tony Stark's. I think he was just like in the interviews and stuff for like for Marvel, he was just kind of playing into the role. But people sense. who know him are like, no, he's like a super generous guy. He's not like the douchebag that Tony Stark really is. So plus, well, I like, get it. It's like um, it's like Adam Sandler when he's in interviews for his stupid. Uh, he's acting Adam Sandler. Exactly. Like, I honestly don't think these guys take themselves as seriously as people think they take themselves. Like, I mean, they're still in superhero they, movies. They play other people for a living. They don't, they don't give that much of a shit. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. not, they, like, he'll, he's willing to do a role, like, to me, with Robert Downey Jr., he's at a point in his career where he is going to do a role because he wants to do it, or because he's going to help somebody out in doing it, it's definitely not for the paycheck. And it's, I mean, he doesn't have to do like some serious Oscar nod contention. He's done that stuff already. You know, like look at his career. And that's what I'm saying. If you look back at the roles he was in from the time he was a little kid to now, he's done, like his career is, he doesn't have like a genre that he sticks the landing in. He goes from one to the other, from one to the other. And his choice of work is all over the place. So Doolittle, to me, is not out of the realm of something that he's done. He does quirky, goofy, stupid movies, but then he'll also turn around and do, like, an irreverent, like, super pretentious movie at the same time, like, the next time, the next thing, and nobody will hear of it, you know? So he does that kind of stuff. So it's, this is within his, his wheelhouse, so... His ego's not taking a hit for this. This is him. He's always been like this. Fair enough. Okay, so we're talking about the Oscars. There's no talking about the Oscars without talking about superhero movies and whether or not they deserve Oscar discuss. Okay, so I personally believe that if a movie is one of the best of the year, it doesn't matter what the category is. It should be considered a best Oscar. It should be considered in the best film category. It shouldn't be like, 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 we have the breakdown of, like, best documentary or, like, best animation, what have you. But 
if a movie is really like that good, it doesn't matter the genre. It should just be up for best best movie. That's so, why I hate um, best animated picture. No, fuck you. Don't nominate Boss Baby. It sucks. Wait <laughs> until an animated movie is good enough for best picture. Yeah, but then no animated movie would ever be. You had Beauty and the Beast that got nominated for best picture and you had Up that also got nominated probably because of the first five minutes. Uh, so it does okay. happen. And if it doesn't happen, then screw it. It's not good enough. Right, but then look at like, like the, um, the Depression Fest that you made me watch earlier this year. Like, movies like that would never get on there, but... <laughs> uh, you also had Spirited Away. Have... Spirited Away got nominated for Best Picture. Or was the Best Animated? It might be the first Best Animation. Probably Best Animated. I don't remember hearing about that in Best Picture. But then again, I t- tapped out of caring about Oscars by then. But, um, yeah. yeah, so my personal thing is, like, don't handicap something by the genre or who directed it or whatever. Just if it's good enough, it's good enough. Yeah, we're going to have Best Popular Film for five minutes. And then everyone made fun of them because it's a dumb idea. So here's the thing. Okay, having said what I just said, this is going to sound hypocritical or sacrilegious. I don't care. It, neither one, really. Um, but having said, like, if a movie is good enough to be nominated for Best Picture, it should be nominated. Having said that, I don't think Endgame should be nominated for Best Picture. Neither do I. When it comes to... It, not it, a standalone film. You have to have watched... 21, you have to watch 20 other movies in order to understand it. So you, to me, a movie nominated for Best Picture should be a movie that can stand on its own. And Endgame is, Endgame is a culmination of the past decade. It's not a movie by itself. If you have never seen any MCU film and you watched Endgame, you may have enjoyed it, but you were also probably lost. So... Because you're like, who the hell is Thanos? What are they talking What's going on? Because it just, it, it gives no fucks. It just picks up and it's like, here we go. We're on an adventure now. So We have made so many movies. If you haven't seen any of them, then, then go fuck. watch those. <laughs> and Pretty much. Also, also for co- Best Picture, you have to like, like, not just be an example of... Because for me, Endgame was like, it was fun. It had so many references for, like, if you've been paying attention, look, Thor 2 fans. We have stuff for you as well. We have everything for all fans. Go have fun, right? Um, for, for me, if I was going to, if we, I was going to put like make best picture for uh, a superhero movie, you'd have The Dark Knight and you have Logan. Those are the two. And I can't think of, oh, and Superman. Superman the movie. Those three. No, 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 no not yes. Superman the movie. Absolutely. Um, I would agree with you that The Dark Knight could have been in that category. Um, I don't remember who was up that year. I'm not sure that it necessarily would have won, but it definitely um, should have been nom- should have been in there. Uh, I think what it else? was nominated. Was it not? Yeah, was, no. was the movie nominated? Or was it just uh, Heath Ledger? I don't remember. Um, I don't think it was. But, I think it was just Heath Ledger. Um, and then what was the other one you said? Um, there's Dark Knight and what? Logan. Logan. No, because Logan falls into the same category as Endgame. I don't think so, because, like, if you haven't seen any of the other X-Men, like I haven't, uh, it works really well. It's about this, it's about, um, as long as you know the basic principle of X-Men being mutant, they give you hints to what happened. And also, X-Men does not give a fuck about canon at all, right? This is all true. They really didn't give it does, which is why shit about canon, which is why it works and doesn't work. They have the highest highs and the lowest lows, where you have uh, the MCU, which is like at a solid eight, 
and then you got like a nine or a 10, and then it's back to eight. And then with uh, the DU, you have like fours, four, twos. <laughs> and then Wonder Woman comes up, and that's like a solid seven. Yeah. And then you're back to like six and fives again. Yeah, it's not not looking great for DC. With, but with, with X-Men, you have like, holy shit, to what the fuck? And then holy shit, then what the fuck? That's so true. <laughs> oh, I love Logan. So it should have been nominated for Best Picture. Uh, that uh, actress who played Laura was fantastic. She, like, she nominated She's in that. another movie that comes out this year. Remember the movies we were talking about when I, I mentioned a movie? And I was, I think it was Anna. Was it Anna? No, it was Anna. Anyway, I, uh, I remember I mentioned the movie and I was like, I can't remember who, like, I can't remember why this movie's on my list. It was on my list because she was in it. She's in yeah. a movie with with a dude there it's like a i don't know it's cute look it up it's it's nifty um yeah so i yeah the x-men franchise is all over the place mm. um but i i don't agree that superman the movie should have been nominated i did not like that movie um well, i'm uh, in my steel so we're even sure uh but no but i never nominated like i never suggested man of steel was academy worthy um definitely wasn't <laughs> Right. Neither was Superman the movie. What um, about Black Panther? People are debating Black Panther. Hmm. You know what? At the time, I really liked Black Panther, but with hindsight, after seeing all of the, you know, because Black Panther was what, number 18, I think, and now we've got 22 in the yeah. MCU. After having seen the ones that have come after and, you know, and, and within the marathon, you get a more clear picture because it's literally one, two, three, four, five, you know, all the way through. And I have to say, it's not one of the best. If in, if okay, if we're gonna nominate any movie in the MCU for an Oscar, it would be Captain America: The Winter Soldier. I can agree. With you. That to me is probably the best, just as a movie, not a superhero movie, but just as a movie, like with acting, writing, directing, it's all there. There's a there's a great storyline. The plot works. I would say, and you don't, it's, even though it is a sequel, technically, it doesn't lay too heavily into it because anything you needed to know from the first movie was kind of mentioned throughout the movie. So just like you said with Logan, like you don't, you could have, you could have never seen any other MCU movie and you could watch Winter Soldier and you're not going to be lost. So, cause by the time you see Bucky, there are enough flashbacks that you're like, okay, we get it. He was his best friend. And also, so, he's uh, like, oh, Bucky. And then, like, and then explains why, why he, they, we, it actually matter anyway. That's a really right. good screenplay. Did it get nominated for best screenplay? Because it really should have. I think so. That's probably but, the MCU's uh, best screenplay, unless you count. And then this fan service happened. What? And then this fan service happened? Um, well, okay, fun fact. You're talking about screenplays. The guys who wrote The Winter Soldier are the same ones who wrote Infinity War. They wrote... They wrote all of the Captain America movies, including well, the Russos, um, right? No, the Russos were the directors. Oh. And the cool. the Russos started directing at Winter Soldier, and they directed Winter Soldier, Civil War, Infinity War, and Endgame. <clears throat> the writers, uh, Marcus and McFeely, have written Captain America the whole time. One of the things that's great. One of the um, and also the first Captain America is like Rocket Man. I, I didn't realize how much like Rocket Man it was, but it's man that I like. Not Rocket Man. Uh, yeah, what's it? Picked up on that immediately. The Rocketeer. I actually, the Rocketeer. Like, yeah, I really liked the Rocketeer. It's a goofy, stupid movie, but it was fun. Uh -huh. um, yeah. I watched 
I watched I the first Avenger. The first time I saw the first Avenger, I was like, eh, it's kind of dumb. And I didn't really care. And I had no interest in seeing Winter Soldier until the elevator scene. Like, I literally saw a trailer that was just the elevator scene. And I That's was like, oh, my scene. God. It was Once oh, Captain awesome. America become cool. Yeah, he's like, he's officially badass now. Like, bring it on. Inject it into my veins. And it was, oh, it was awesome. Um, it's still one of my favorite of all the 22. It is one of my favorite uh, movie in the MCU. It's in the top, I want to say top three, but I feel like number one is like three movies. So you can figure it out later. Um, so with the Oscar, what movie do you think, oh, fuck you, when they nominated? What's the first one? How long do we have? Um, I don't know. I was you get a one. child. Like, it, no, it's the first time I was literally, like, it was in the 80s. I was a child. Because it was like, because I've been a movie buff, like, my whole life. So, uh-huh. I, like I said, like, I remember when Cher won for Moonstruck, and we were like, that's bullshit, because she just <laughs> won for Silkwood. And it, so it's, it, I, I can't remember the first one, because it's just like, I've always known this is bullshit. Uh-huh. Um, when I left out, it was another situation where it was like, okay, like every year you have your, your list in your head. You're like, okay. Cause I tend to see all of like the mainstream movies and I see about half of the indies. So there's, there's always that one movie that nobody's ever heard of, including most movie buffs. And you're like, the fuck is that? But aside from That's that, my like entire collection, <laughs> That's every movie I've ever seen. There's always that one Daniel movie. Oh, <laughs> Everybody else is like, Who's that? Um, and so, but aside from that, it's like, okay, yeah, I've seen, I've seen half of all of the indie movies and I've seen all of the big blockbuster movies and I've seen like, you know, like even in September, I go see like, you know, the boring Oscar Beatty films and I'm like, all right, okay, I have my list down. I know I think it should be these movies, like these 10 movies of these 10 movies, if any of like, these are the ones that they should pick from. And then they always pick like that one that nobody's ever heard of. And then they pick like... I like it when three, they do that. Pick like one, two or three from your actual list. And then there's always one that you're like, there's no fucking way. Nope. Nope. Cancel Oscars. This is dumb. There's no fucking way. And then when it started to, when that ratio went the other way, when it was like four or five, there's no fucking way. And only one that you think deserved it. I was like, this is a joke. And I'm out. And I think that was, one like of said, the main reasons I didn't pay attention to people criticizing the Oscars for like a while. Because they've been, people have been doing it ever since I got on Facebook. Um, and the the reason that I that I think I didn't pay attention was everyone's like, why didn't this superhero movie get nominated? I'm like, fuck you! It made a billion dollars. Shut up. Who cares? It made what? Also, it didn't work. Wait, it, it didn't deserve it. After you I, said fuck you, you completely cut out. I I mainly just hate the fact that everyone's just complaining that superhero movies never got nominated. I'm like, who cares? They make like a billion dollars. Well, again, for me, it's not. And none of them I, deserve my, it. It, it should be people. People only nominate, only say that superhero movies should win either because uh, The Dark Knight and Logan came out that year or because that's the only movie they've seen. Out of the six movies I saw this year, this was the best superhero movie. I mean, that's how everybody sees it that aren't like, you know, diehard movie buffs. But uh, okay, so to go back to the Black Panther, should the Black Panther have been nominated? Should Black Panther have been nominated for Best Picture? No. Should Chadwick Boseman have been nominated for Best Actor? Sure. Because if you ever watch him in, in an interview, he is absolutely nothing like that character. And I also think that uh, Michael B. Jordan could have been nominated for Best, um, Best Supporting? Supporting Actor. Hmm. Yeah. Because to me, it's, 
But then again, like, here's, this is going to be a totally unpopular opinion. I think the best role that Jennifer Lawrence has played in her life is Katniss Everdeen. Because she embodies that character to the point where people like you before, or not like you, uh, somebody else was talking people who, like, didn't read the book were like, she's like this, what is, why is she not reacting? Why is she, because she's, that's exactly what the character would do. She's being I mean, exactly the I appreciate that. I don't, I, I th- we can argue if it translated well, if she should have changed, but like, who cares? She, she embodied the character really well. And she did a great yeah. job. She she's done um, X Men. She does not give a fuck about. And um, oh, she's done a bunch of X-Men. indie movies that no one's heard of. Robert Pattinson uh, made a great joke uh, when uh, Lighthouse. It might have been Lighthouse. It might have been something else. It was coming out, and he's like, "I've done this big franchise that everyone saw. Some people like, and now I've taken that goodwill and I've made movies that no one's seen." I like Robert yeah. Pattinson. I respect him. Sure. Um, oh, it was the 2000s, because I can tell you, I'm looking at the, um, the list of movies, uh-huh. and I can tell you right now, <laughs> it was 2001. <laughs> Why? Because these are the movies nominated for Best Picture. A Beautiful Mind, Gosford Park, In the Bedroom, Lord of the Rings, Fellowship of the Ring, and Moulin Rouge. Moulin Rouge? Really? Yes. I love that, that movie, was- that's bullshit. Thank it's got you. some of the worst <laughs> that, editing I've ever seen. I love that movie, but for the record, love that movie. It's probably in my top 10, like, guilty pleasure movies. The fact that it won Best Picture is a travesty. You gotta, you gotta. It's so sad. Uh, I love it so much, and then let's, but, like, why? It's such a stupid movie. Um, then the next year was Chicago, Gangs of New York, The Hours, The Lord of the Rings, Two Towers, and The Pianist. Chicago is really good unless the stage play and realize how good the stage play. And if you see like anything from the stage play, you realize that the editing for that movie sucks because they don't show anyone dancing. Um, I would would say of those five, The Hours and The Pianist are the only two that actually deserved a Best Picture nomination. Um, the next year was Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Lost in Translation, fucking really? Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World, seriously? Mystic River and Seabiscuit. And that was, it was just like, that, it, this is dumb. Uh, 2004, Million Dollar Baby, The Aviator, Finding Neverland, Ray and Sideways. Those were all good movies. I don't think Sideways was good enough to be nominated, but whatever. Um, so it has like, they have, you, back you have in, all in, of these yeah. movies coming out, and normally the problem. What I like about this year is that normally the problem is that uh, there's always a bunch of movies that everyone hates. For me, it's Joker this year, but like everyone loves that movie, so who gives a f- so? Um, you have all these movies being nominated, and everyone's like, "I get it," except for Joker. I get it, except for Joker, and then. Uh, everyone's like, but what about all these other ones? You have 10, ca- the problem is that they have 10 uh, slots, but they don't ever nominate 10 movies. And I'm like, if you're going to commit, commit. Yeah, it's, it's crap. And then, oh, so 2009, here's what was nominated. Up in the Air, Why? Up, A Serious Man, Precious, based on the novel Push by Sapphire, Inglorious Bastards, <laughs> again. Why? Yeah, apparently. Um, Inglorious Bastards, Again, why? An education, District Nine, The Blind Side. Are you fucking kidding me? Avatar. Oh fuck that movie. <laughs> yeah, that one. Oh shit, Avatar. I've never seen it. I've just heard so many people complain about it. Yeah, it, The Blind Side is a white savior movie. Oh, um, God. That that's it. your favorite. 
your favorite James Cameron film, Avatar, was also nominated. Here's the thing about Avatar. Like, I, I get what you said. Like, I think I agree with what you said. I should have seen it in cinemas, and if I saw it in cinemas, it would have been an experience. But hang on. Best picture? Like, this, you like the story, right? Story's crap. I like characters. Well, no. Characters suck. But, like, the story. visuals are good, so everyone forgave all that crap. The story for that is okay, but it is, like, beat for beat Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest, which was a kid's cartoon from the 90s. Like, that's is that what it was. the one with Robin it's Williams? Live-action Fern Gully, The Last Rainforest. Um, and what one was The Hurt Locker. Okay, here's the thing. Okay, first of all, Up shouldn't have been nominated. I love the first 10 minutes of Up. Everyone loves the first 10 minutes of Up. It's a gorgeous, wonderful, silent film for 10 minutes. And then you have dogs flying planes. And it goes to dog shit. Up shouldn't have been nominated. Literally only two of these movies should have been nominated. I mean... Yeah, but like, major- here's, the, the thing is that like, if you're going to nominate stuff... You have to you have to come up with a reason. There was a there was a video from Cracked, which is a defunct website, and I wish they were still around because they were my favorite. Um, they they were great, and they had this podcast. And when uh one of the Oscar years was around, when the Oscars came around one year, they they said, "How do you fix the Oscars?" And someone suggested that you nominate movies five years ago, and then you so in 2011 you nominate 2006 movies, 2012 2007 movies, which means that all the hype dies down around these, and then you can get a, a more clear judgment. That's actually a pretty good uh, a pretty good idea. There's no with hindsight, because like I said, like even with like with hindsight now, like. Black Panther only came out, what, two years ago? But still, like, I have enough, like, with the hindsight, I'm like, okay, these two should have been nominated for best actor and best supporting actor, but the movie itself is for best director, or best movie. Yeah, um, I, I think that's one of the things that would save the Oscars a lot. Um, if they, if it wasn't like all about the hype, and if they also had time to watch all the movies. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, the next year. They were just, see, this is what I'm talking about. Cause like, as I'm getting into it, I'm like, what, how, why? So from, it looks like from 2009 on, they really have been nominating 10 movies. Cause in 2009, they nominated 10 and 2010, 11, 12. It looks like, like, yeah, they've been nominating 10 from then on. Like in the 2010s, they were like actually using the 10. Um, um, I so, think it was uh, the Dark Knight, whenever the Dark Knight came out, that they um, went up to 10. No. Because I just read you the first one, the 2009, and Dark Knight wasn't um, wasn't nominated. No, but Dark Knight wasn't nominated, and then after the Dark Knight came out, the next year they did ten movies, and yeah, but Dark people Knight, were like, "This um, is great! Now they'll nominate like more mainstream movies." I'm like, "No, it's Oscars. They'll just nominate ten other ten movies that you haven't seen, rather than yeah, ten five. Let's not five more movies that you're like, the fuck is that? <laughs> and that's pretty yeah, much what happened. Which is what I want from the Oscars. Like, I don't want it to be a popularity contest. That's what we have the criti- the um, the Golden Globes. And see, you have movies like The Descendants, Moneyball, The Tree of Life, Midnight in Paris. Why are these movies getting nominated? Like, what? what? Midnight in Paris was fun, but it wasn't Oscar-worthy. What the hell? Midnight in Paris. Just- oh, that's the time travel one. That's part of my, um, that's part of, uh... Oh, oh, okay. I remember, yep, nope. I remember right now, the last time I pretended to care. Okay, so I had stopped caring, but I still kind of, I would, like, people would be like, hey, you want to come over and watch the Oscars? I'd be like, sure, whatever. So I'd still, like, watch the ceremony. 
until or get the highlights. So in other words, I, I hadn't like tapped out completely to the point where like I didn't know who was nominated slash didn't care like I am now. I see exactly where it is. It is when so like okay, Silver Linings Playbook gets nominated, and I'm like, for what? Then 2013 comes along, 12 Years a Slave, American Hustle, Captain Phillips, Dallas Buyers Club, Gravity, Her, Nebraska, Philomena, and The Wolf of Wall Street are the nominations. And that's when I was like, flip the tables, this is bullshit, I'm out. And of course, what won? 12 Years a Slave. Because it's about a black person slave, therefore it's good. Yeah. So that's when I was like, fuck you, Oscars, and everything you stand for. And I, from then on, didn't give a shit who was nominated or who won. I was officially, like, I don't even care. People are like, oh, have you? I don't care. I don't care. This is dumb. I'm out. That, that was the year. Because after having them, like, after them nominating, just the dumbest, like, oh, I can't, oh. See, like, I'm pissed now. And I'm just, like, I mean, remembering you really it. Feel. <laughs> It's so stupid. (laughs) I am so sick of them saying, like, to me, it's liberal racism. It's like this Mm -hmm. woke character. Oh, oh, look. Oh, we we're so sorry that we that one time treated black people like shit. What the fuck up? You never stop. Anyway, see, I'm going to calm down. I'm going to calm down. How are you going to nominate shit like The Blind Side and 12 Years a Slave and be like, ooh, isn't this... They, and they did the same thing with that one movie with the, with the fucking The Butler. It's always this like, oh, let's have black people in subservient positions and we'll nominate that movie. Not like, let's put black people in regular roles. What the fuck? No. Nope, that's, one of the re- well, that's one of the things oh, that people... Okay, that's one of the things that people liked about Black Panther being nominated because it's about um, uh, black people having power and it's about like. Um, yes, you know what? I don't. It, it, so I'm, I'm not. How do I say this? I don't want that either. I don't want it to be. I don't, I don't want to be placated to. I don't want it to be like, oh, look, we're, there's one movie where black people are in power that should be nominated. No, it should be on its own merit. Like, everything should be based on merit because you're talking about the best. Is it the best? Not just is it, like, fit the woke brand of whatever the fuck you want to talk about for that week. No. Mm -hmm. Is it actually the best movie that came out in that particular year? If not, it shouldn't be nominated. If not, it shouldn't win. And I'm just, I'm sick of this stupid politics, the way this goes. And I'm fucking progressive <laughs> okay i'm just i'm so sick of weaponizing identity politics because it actually does more harm than good it just it drives me nuts so yeah when i saw that and that and then like and look at the other movies in that category they're not the best they, um, no i i like to say something that will get you mad again but uh spike oh. lee uh <laughs> well, okay <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Let me guess. You're going to talk about the fact that Spike Lee lost to Green Book. Is that what you're going to bring uh, up? Not only Spike that, I he don't... lost to Green Book and he lost to Driving Miss Daisy, right? Because Spike Lee, um, so Spike Lee lost to the same movie twice. I mean, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, but I mean, look at movies in that category. Okay, it was so for that year. It was Green Book, Black Panther, Black Klansman. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favorite, ah, Roma, A Star. I don't, I, I don't know and, if I'm more mad about Bohemian Rhapsody, which said nothing and did nothing, or okay. about Green Book, which said t- 
terrible, stupid. Also, okay, but like, look at the climate of what these movies are, though. Okay, every single one of these movies is woke virtue signaling. It's not. They don't care about the of what is actually in the film. If they cared about the substance of what's in the film, most of them wouldn't have been nominated. Bohemian Rhapsody was not the best movie of that year. No, it wasn't. It sucked. Do you know what is That's good? What I- Rocket Man. Rocket Man did Bohemian Rhapsody well. Rocket Man came out a year later, right? Did exactly the same movie, but did it good. Also, it has some hey, of the worst what? editing. I can't, I can't get over the fact that Bohemian Rhapsody has some of the worst editing I've ever. And it won for, and it not got nominated for best editing because they've only seen seven movies. Okay, as you're talking, I looked at the 2019 nominations, and if Jojo Rabbit doesn't win. I see no reason to take that. Like, I haven't seen 1917 or Marriage Story. I just want to throw that caveat out there, okay? I heard 1917 but is really good. Um, it's Judge if I, and I've heard Marriage Story is, like, excellent. So if it's not one of those three movies... What else is nominated? I forget. I what we're oh, doing. except for Joker, because fuck you. Okay, so the nominations for this year are Ford v. Ferrari, The Boo. Irishman, Boo. Abbott, Joker... Yay. Boo. Little Women, Yay. Marriage Story. I, I, I'll give it to Night. Little Women. If Little Women wins, wins I'll be good. Why? It's another goddamn reboot. At this point, throw everything away. Just just toss it. I'm fucking sick of the reboots and the rebrands. Just make a new movie. I got, I got, less, new- I got less um mad about reboots when I stopped watching and started seeking out, you know, weird Yeah, but I'm not on Daniel level yet. I still That's watch true. mainstream stuff. I'm sick of seeing the same shit rebranded. It's just, no, don't do a new movie. Like, you know what? That's why I'm okay with, like, Marriage Story. That's a, that seems like, but then again, like, it, it does kind of, I haven't seen it. So I, I'll say that, I, but from I'll what I have. You, I'll give you this as a caveat. Back, they, can re, they can rebrand it, but you have to drastically change the budget. Can you imagine the exact same script as, say, um, Endgame? Or, no, Avengers, First Avengers, but $10,000. Give them ten thousand dollars. You couldn't finish the first scene of the Avengers at ten thousand dollars. You couldn't shoot the first scene of the Avengers with ten thousand dollars. Exactly. Literally. That's why I want to see it. If they're gonna re- if they're ever gonna remake um, any of the Avengers movies, ten thousand dollars. You can't. You, you couldn't you can even do it for ten million dollars. It's not possible. I know. That's why I want to see it. Literally couldn't do it. Like the if you want to give them like a handicap and be like, okay, you have no special effects, so your budget is ten million dollars. That would be a hard enough challenge, but it literally could not be made for $10,000. You couldn't even get an actor to stand on stage for $10,000. Okay, fine. I'll like, give you a million dollars, but that's it. $10 million would be an adequate challenge. All right. I'm, I'm very excited. Okay. But they can't pay for special effects well, if I'm giving them $10 million. I, I just want to see it. Like, uh, for example, um, my favorite remake, not my favorite. I haven't, I, I haven't seen it. Holy shit. Why haven't I seen it? But a remake I'm really excited. I, I'm really excited about is Airplane because they took this like '50s B movie oh. that they saw on TV one year. They bought the script and then they remade it. And I I can't say it's my favorite because I've only seen like tons of clips on YouTube. But it's look it looks really Wait, funny. I, it's one of those things I thought I saw and then I'm like, no, I saw the clips on YouTube. No, Airplane. First of all, it's not a '50s movie. It came out in 1980. No, 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 no. It's a and remake of a 50s movie, a 50s B movie called um, Flying High or something. It's the exact same script, but it was played straight and it was like an Oscar drama. And then uh, they, they're like, this is fucking golden 
comedic material. And so they remade it as a comedy with Airplane. And that's how you do it. Oh, saying they were remaking Airplane. No, they took this like 50s B movie called like uh, Fly High or some bullshit, which is a, which yeah. is like a, a, a massive deep drama that didn't work because it was stupid. And then they remade yeah. it as a, as a comedy and called it Airplane or Flying High. Yeah, depending no, on what I thought what you were saying was now someone is redoing Airplane. And no. I thought you saw Airplane was a 50s drama. I'm like, wait, what? No, that's not true. I no, was totally yeah. getting that. Okay, so yeah, we're on the same page now. Yeah. Um, yeah, airplane's hilarious. It's um, it's so stupid, it. so incredibly stupid. And like, there were no memes in the '80s, but it is like the most meme-worthy movie. Like with the drinking problem, and surely you're not serious. I am serious. Don't call me Shirley. Don't call me Shirley. Uh, <laughs> it's just I. What's your vector? It, it, it's <laughs> probably the best movie I've never seen. Oh um, wow! Just I I saw it. I, I, yeah, you should. Um, so, so, uh, so, so with um with the Oscars, what um do you watch any award shows? No, not anymore. No, I don't watch award shows myself. I I respect the Critics Choice Awards, and I really like like um ones that focus on a specific genre, like Hoss or uh, or whatever. And I like those. There's uh the Saturn Awards, which uh revolve around sci-fi, horror, and movies. And then you have. Well, you know what? The Annie's watch around um, animation. Um, I used to watch award shows like um, the Spirit Awards, which are like mm-hmm. the like independent filmmakers giving themselves awards, basically. Um, and I would watch like the Screen Actors Guild. You know, I'd watch like the people who make the movies. I would watch their awards. Like, what did they think? But then I realized that it was just like a masturbation circle. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, I'm so awesome. I'm going to say that you were great. So that next year you'll say that I'm great because we're all great and we're the only ones that exist in this bubble. It's essentially so, and what the s- are. Yeah, and I just got sick of it. And I was like, you know what? I just, I don't care what anybody else thinks. That's why I have the opinions I have. They are not popular in movie buff circles, but I don't care because my opinions so it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks i don't like but i mean if if someone has a take on something that i was like huh that's interesting then my opinion might change but i'm not like i'm not the type of person that's like what does jennifer aniston think of anything i don't care i don't care it has no impact on my life i don't give a shit i (laughs) i i i you act i see your movie and that's it. That's the end of our agreement. And I, I either done like it or I make fun of it. Exactly. That's that's it. So that's why, like, when you say things like, who's your favorite director? Stuff like that. Like, I don't have, I, I don't see movies in that way. I've kind of decoupled from the typical way that, that most, like, movie buffs see things. Because I don't see things as like, oh, it's this director, so it's going to be great. Unless it's a situation like, Say a certain director that, uh, no, you, I honestly don't tend to. I, I don't really uh, pay attention to who's writing what. I just watch the movie. Um, but like, unless you're a certain, unless a director has a certain style of like beating us over the head with something, then I'm like, okay, I'm getting sick of that. Like there okay, so are. So you're more couple, like you're more like this director's directing it. I'm not. No, it's it, it. It. I'm not like that unless they start to beat you over the head with it, and it gets to the point where I'm like okay, I'm going to chill out. 
Like I got that way with Christopher Nolan because all of his movies started like it felt like they all boiled down to love is all you need. And I was like, I don't like I'm done. And then the next like the next one that came out was Dunkirk. And I'm like, yeah, I don't care. For one, I'm not a war movie person, which is why I haven't seen 1917. I don't like war movies. But also because I'm sick, of Nolan's, I'm sick of Nolan's signature style of like his reductionist of everything. If you were to if you were to just pay attention to the story, you're like, so this is a two hour movie that essentially says love is all you need. How the fuck did you turn a Beatles song into a two hour movie? And it's just I got sick of it. He did it like three um, movies in a row. And I'm like, no, I'm done. The message that the message is the same message as Harry Potter. Harry Potter is about how powerful love is. And I'm like, yeah, that works because it's for nine-year-olds. Right. But, and see, and, and that's another thing that kind of irritates me because people have this notion of Nolan as being this, like, highbrow, you know, intellectualist. And I'm like, he literally, his movies are Beatles songs. His movies are fucking three-note Beatles songs. They're just longer and prettier. <laughs> but they I are pretty. I don't, I don't dislike him. I just dislike the fact that story is sacrificed for his motif that is in every movie he has done lately. And it like back in the day, he, like I liked Memento. I, I love Memento. It was the prestige. I liked Interstellar and I liked, um, I'm not Interstellar. I'm sorry. Inception. I didn't like Interstellar. I liked, I loved in- I liked Inception. By the way, uh, it took that movie so well directed that it took me three goes to realize that all of their dialogue revolves around explaining the plot. Exactly. See, that's my point. They're, you, they're, now they're you see enti- all the dialogue revolves around the fact that this script is confusing it's all and we need to explain it constantly. <laughs> exactly. And and it's but the I, same thing for a controller. And that's yeah. why it drives me crazy because it's like, I get it. And now you're beating me over the head with it. And stupid people are like, I don't get it. And I'm like, don't talk anymore. Like, don't breathe. But anyway. <laughs> don't talk anymore. <laughs> don't talk anymore. I, you're moral. Turning me into a snob, okay? We deserve it. But I, like, I still like, well, I still like Christopher Nolan's old stuff. Like, he just, the fact that his movies are are a bit reductionist doesn't make me like Inception any less. Two does the same thing. In the end, it's like, love is all you need. See, he's back, and he's not in jail anymore, and he gets to be with his kids, because love is all you need. And I'm just like, but by the time Interstellar happened, I was like, I'm out. I'm dying. I can't is do this anymore. Is that the one anymore. with the bookshelf? Interstellar is the one with the bookshelf. Inception is the dream within the dream within the dream. Yeah. And it, to me, stuff. if you're paying attention, Inception is not difficult at all. And I don't understand why everybody freaks out about the the um the top because the top was never his totem. His totem was his wife's wedding ring, which he is not wearing, which means he is in the real world. But not only that, but yeah. right? But um, and also his like, kids are older. Which is hilarious because it's it's like he explains the top thing. It's clear that that's not his totem. Paying attention, it's because fucking like you need to you need the reason it works is because all of the people don't know about your thing. Like the guy with the dice is like you. I'm the only one that knows the particular weight of these particular dice and the right. way it rolls or whatever. And then he is explaining, yeah, this is top. If it falls over, I'm in the dream. If it doesn't fall over, I'm in the real world. And it's like. Everyone knows how a top war. Yeah. Um, it's, uh, well, I, and that's another thing. Like, the top, with the top, I think it was that, um... Who's the director like, you think is smarter, th- who he thinks he's smarter than he actually is? You were talking about him like, a couple of weeks ago. Because Christopher Nolan's the same way. 
oh, you don't want me to bring it up because you say that I, you say, you claim that I always bring it up, but I didn't bring it up this time. I'm talking about Christopher Nolan. Um, but I don't, with Christopher Nolan, I don't think that he thinks he's smarter than he is. I think general audiences think that he's smarter than he is. Oh yeah, that's a good Ryan point. Ryan Johnson thinks that he's smarter than he is. I think oh, yeah, Christopher Nolan movies and then like not that smart people see it and are like, whoa, I don't understand that he's a genius. And I'm like, no, you're just stupid. It's the movie is normal, just an idiot. But it, it's, it's not. It's, I mean, I mean to be honest, but, but Ryan is the one that presents it as like I am a genius and I'm brilliant, and people are like, "Oh, I don't get it." Therefore, he must be. And I'm like, "No, you're still stupid." Same you don't people. get it because like it doesn't make sense, or because you're just stupid, and it does True. make sense. That mystery but- one is just. I, I liked it because I liked the characters and I thought they were interesting, but the story's a bit like basic. It's very basic. What movie? The, the Knives Out. Knives Out. I liked all the characters. Oh, the story's basic. It, very much so. And it's I've like, seen Sherlock Holmes movies. I know how this works. It's a twist. Oh, it's all like everybody these people right now is talking about like, oh, the genius. What? I, I, what did you say? Um, so, yeah, I'm glad that wasn't nominated for Best Picture. If it was, I would have murdered someone. Um, what? No. Knives out. Um, but I mean, to be fair, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was. So mm. I haven't seen it. I've yeah. heard bad things. I've heard good things. It's just, ugh. And so why? Why? It's not. If you were to look at, so he's done what, nine movies? Um, Tarantino mm-hmm. at this point? Yeah. If I were to rank his nine movies, this would be like number eight. Why the hell is this movie nominated for Best Picture? I don't get it. Because it's it. about Hollywood. I think that I have reached how great Hollywood is. Oh, we're voting for it. Oh, this character sounds like me. Therefore, it's good. I'm almost positive. It's why everyone I'm, I'm thought La La Land was going to get nominated. It was going to win. Lady status, and I'm just like I'm yelling for people to get off my lawn at this point because fuck it. Because I, I mean, don't. You've I'm, I'm you've, so... you, how many movies? I've watched a lot of them. Exactly. You've earned it. You've earned the get yeah. off my lawn, you crazy, with your superheroes that's and your Star Wars. Uh, and that's another thing. Like, you know me. I am I'm the mainstream maven. I love superhero movies in general. Doesn't matter whether it's Marvel or DC. I even like, like, the independent ones. Like, um, what do you call it? Um, the The... M. Night Shyamalan, what is yeah, that? I guess it's um, Unbreakable. Unbreakable. Unbreakable split yeah. in glass. Yeah, but what is the name of, like, that little universe? Is it, like, like what is it? There's I a name. I've heard. Well, anyway, um, so, like, the little Unbreakable-verse, I even like that, right? And then I look at the trailers for this year, and I'm like, I don't give a shit about any of those. Uh-huh. I don't That's care about Wonder Woman. Except for Wonder Woman. I, I'll give you, I, I'm, I'm going to give it to Wonder Woman, because it looks like fun. Wonder Woman looks I, like I fun. It's probably not going to be complicated like, or or um, serious, but, but I, it looks like, like fun. I, I, it's, it didn't to me. It didn't to me. It just looks like it looks like the typical sequel to what Wonder Woman was, and I just don't care anymore. I see Black Widow, and I'm like, it looks like I, they're fucking up the comic book origins of Black Widow, and it also doesn't look like it's that interesting. And I love Marvel, and I just don't care. And I look at Birds of Prey, and I'm like. Could this movie try to look stupider? I don't think so. I saw a TV I don't think spot it's... for uh, for Birds of Prey, and it looked and it, it, it's way better than the trailer. It's still not good. It's terrible. 
It's I fucking hate that trailer. Like, it's such a shit trailer. It's I'm like it's it's, it's got the worst the, editing. It's like the they doubled down on the editing. It's like oh they like the whole editing with the music. They we timed it to the music. What if we added music? Time it well. And also, what if since all of this dialogue is probably stupid, we have it softer than the fucking music, and then we <laughs> stop the movie on a dumb the trailer on a dumb joke. Um, I I, I really hate that I, saw- I hate it so much. And it's yeah, really funny that. because it, it's like um, it's like the DC is like, hey, you like Aquaman? You like Shazam, right? Probably, I don't know. Uh, and we got Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's coming out, and then it's like, yeah, but like, hey, though. And you hate, uh, you hate Shazam, but like, that's not the point. The point is that people, people were on board with with DC for a while. When? Um. Anyway, Wonder Woman. Um. Now, to me, when I see it, I see, I think. Just from the trailer, Margot Robbie looks like she's phoning it in. And the sad thing is, when I watched Suicide Squad, I thought the best parts of Suicide Squad, the best part, period, was the acting. And it was mainly Margot Robbie and Will Smith. I think that, and even Jai Courtney. Like, I just, I think the acting in it was good. Everything else was shit. But when mm-hmm. I see this trailer, the, story, like, man. the acting looks like shit. Congratulations, you've managed to start out worse than Suicide Squad. Oof. So, yeah. I just don't care about any of those. I mean, am I going to see them? Probably. Because they're still mainstream movies. I still have two movie passes for which I can see anything. So why not? But if they're not good... The best Suicide Squad movie was Arkham Asylum. Uh, No, Assault on Arkham. It's an an animated movie with the Suicide Squad in it. And I was going to say, isn't that a game? uh, It's It's an animated... Yeah, it's an animated movie. It is the best. Uh, it's better than anything the DCU has done, including Wonder Woman. Um, a lot of the animated movies I think are Wonder now Woman is the best thing the DCU has done. I think the best movie the DCU has put out thus far is Man of Steel. Yeah, but it's better than um, that as well. Um, <laughs> anyway, so we got about twenty minutes. So, what do you think we can do to improve award shows in general? I don't know. I you should have asked me this like ten years ago when I like still gave a shit. Because now I've just turned it okay, off completely. Okay, I'm going to give you say a million dollars to make okay. your award show, award show that you want. Okay, here's the thing. I think in order for a movie to be nominated, any film, it must have been watched by all people voting. I mean, so that seems pretty basic. In order for you to vote, it seems like it, but that's not what happens. People don't watch the entire movie. They watch the excerpts. For You know, you've seen the four-year consideration. Uh-huh. They watch the four-year consideration excerpts, and then they're like, oh, yeah, I like the acting in that scene. And that's how a movie, that's how an actor gets nominated. So they don't dumb. watch the whole movie. Right. So for me, like, rule number one is in order for a performance or a, well, for, okay, here's the first thing. First things first, we need to define what it means to be the best at these particular categories. What does it mean to be the best actor? What does it mean to be the best supporting actor? What does it mean to be the best film? We need to define these characteristics because art is subjective, right? So we need to have a a clear cut definition of what we are actually voting on. Number two, in all movies, in order for someone to vote for best anything, 
they must have seen all films in those categories. So you don't have to be able to vote for every single thing in the, nom you know, in like the Oscars has literally hundreds of nominations, right? You don't have to necessarily be able to vote, for, you know, I've seen all of the movies to vote for everything, but you don't have to vote for everything. You can be the type of person that's just going to vote for best picture, or you're just going to vote for best actor, or you're only going to vote for, you know, best screenplay or what have you. Uh, but you, here's the thing, you have to have seen, number one, we have to already automatically define the criteria. And number two, in order to vote, you have to have seen, in order to vote for that category, you must have seen every film in that category. I like the five-year so, rule as well. Because well, so, if we do Cracked's five-year rule, we can, have, um, we can have all the hype die down. And then, because um, people won't be thinking about those movies in this huge way after they come out unless they're specifically caring about our award. And I mean, so... That's, that's, you can throw that on. So, but, but like, the, the first two rules are ironclad. You have the, to... The first two rules are great. Um, you have to know. Also, what, what, there, there's no campaigning. Exactly. Well... Campaigning's not yeah. really... You can, you can submit your film to be nominated. And the people that, that also, are voting you... don't, don't have to see every movie. They have to see every movie get, that gets submitted for nomination. Well, no, what I'm saying is, like, for the... When it gets down to... So I'm not talking about the process of what becomes a nom... Like, who, who becomes... You know, who chooses what for nominations... I'm talking about once the nominations are out, in order to vote who, the people who are allowed to vote on Best Picture, should have, they have to see all 10 movies. They have mm -hmm. to see all 10 movies that were nominated. Now, as to how a movie gets nominated, that's a separate situation. But when you want to cast your vote on this is the best of the 10, you have to have seen all 10. Mm -hmm. You have to have. If you haven't seen all 10, you're not allowed to cast your vote. And was, not an um, extra quick five minutes. There was someone who specifically voted for 12 Years a Slave and he didn't see the movie. He just said, oh, this that's is... That is... That's exactly my point. That's exactly my point. That's why my, my number two is to vote for the actual category. Once the nominations are in, you must have watched all films in the nominations, all films nominated in order to vote for best. Because if not, it's not fair. So that's so that those those are my first two. Now, if you want to talk about like how films get nominated, that's those are for like rules four and five. But so far, rules one, two, and three. So, and I think that if you wait five years, that kind of eliminates the need for campaigning. Because if a movie's been out for five years, it's not the hot spot. It's not the big ticket people are talking about. Like for example. Last year, Avengers Endgame was getting ready to come out. Nobody, there is no hype around the movies. Let's see, for 2014, there's no yeah. hype around American Sniper. Oh my By God, American Sniper got nominated. And that has a movie where someone's holding a doll. What the fuck is going on? You can't, and like, that should disqualify. He's holding a fucking doll. And he looks very concerned that this is going to be in the movie. Um, Birdman is the movie that won. Again, why? Because of the editing. So, yeah, it's because of the one shot years, thing. If you look if, if you look five years later, there's no fucking way Birdman there's no way American Sniper gets nominated. There's no way Birdman beats the imitation game or Whiplash or the theory of everything. Theory I, don't, of everything. I don't think it should have been nominated for Best Picture, but I, I it's very don't sweet. understand how the Grand Budapest Hotel got nom nominated. Um, production design. So Here's the thing that for Best Picture that I, I've realized as I've... Um, 
they focus on one thing they do really well and they vote for best picture around that one thing. That's what the other categories are for. You, know, you don't need to nominate <laughs> Birdman for best picture because it has great editing. Nominate for best editing. Again, that's my point. They're not watching the whole, they're not watching all of the movies. They're watching the snippet, which is just the best part of that movie. That's why that one thing is what gets them the nomination. Because these people aren't watching all of all 10 movies. These people watch fewer movies than you do. They just get the excerpts. They, they get the, the snippets of the movie. And that's why you're like, it literally won because of that scene. Yeah, because that's the scene they were shown. It's the it's, best of these 10 scenes, not the best of the 10 movies. And that's why that my, no my, one trusts, um, that no cool. one trusts the Oscars. Or if they ever did. Here's the thing though. The people that watch the Oscars are the people that are A, working for the or B, people who don't care. And there's a very specific win. There's this very, the reason the audience numbers have gone down is because cinephiles uh, en masse have rejected the Oscars as being legitimate. And um, this is true. And And now we have things like people that aren't cinephiles don't care about the Oscars. When I went to Wait, we when have, I went to work and talked about who won Best Picture, they're like, never seen it, don't care. So now we have things like Twitter and Instagram to where we can decide amongst ourselves what the best pictures were, and we don't really give a shit what the professionals think. There's so think. many and top ten lists. This is just the top it, ten list of hype. Yes. Um, and it's and again, it's you know, they're they're there because of campaigning and because of who they're there for campaigning and for snippets and has nothing to do with the actual films that came out during that year, which is why I do the Oscar. Yeah. See, so nowadays because of things like social media, we can actually see what other people who think like us actually like and care about. So we don't give a shit about what some like pretentious, a-holes in Hollywood think about themselves anymore if we ever did. So that's what I'm saying. Like with the advent of social media, we don't have to rely on, we don't have to rely on award shows to tell us what other people think about the movies that came out that year. We can now see directly one-to-one like, Oh, you thought that too? So did I. Oh, you thought this? Oh, okay. Blah, blah, blah. So that's why I think that it's going down because it's not like we can see through the bullshit. It's dumb. We don't care anymore. So like what my favorite thing about when the Oscars nominations come out is that all the critics I follow say, do you know what I wouldn't have seen if I, uh, if it wasn't for the fact that it's snubbed, um, what uncut gems, there's no way I would have seen that if people weren't saying how great it is and how Adam Sandler did an Oscar because it has Adam Sandler in it. I would have seen it. It's like the plague. I haven't seen it yet because it hasn't come out, but I want to see it, even though it's got Adam Sandler it because everyone says Adam Sandler's great. But you've seen it, so we got nine minutes. Tell me about it. Is this one of those JoJo Rabbit movies where it doesn't come out for like two months for you? Because it's been out yeah, for like much. probably like a month it, out here. So I yeah, it's, it's a very out. it's very um so uh if really? you're not in like L.A. or whatever, then people don't care. Wow, because I thought but that it, it was a big movie. Not yeah. really. The only ones that come I like out here are the blockbusts. Anything by Disney. Well, in the bubble of the world, everybody was talking about this movie, so I thought it was like a big movie that everybody's seen except for me. And I was like, ah, oh, I'm late to the bandwagon. It's almost out of theaters out here. It's been out so long. It's down to one showing. Mm-hmm. It started yeah. out like with like five or six. So it was, and everybody, like there's Oscar, well, there was Oscar buzz. It didn't get it, but um, I don't, so, okay, having seen it, 
Would I nominate Uncut Gems for an Oscar? No. Would I nominate uh, Adam Sandler for an Oscar? Maybe. Um, the movie. That was, that was my. That was my. Me personally, it's. I was very uncomfortable watching it. Very uncomfortable because I was just like, mm, I don't like seeing people do things. Like I don't like watching people self destruct, and I just. That's it's what so I heard. Uncomfortable. I've heard it's, it's so super uncomfortable because it's like I feel I almost felt like like leaving because I was like oh like it didn't feel like you were watching a movie it felt like you were with them and I was like I, I can't watch you do this it just it's so very uncomfortable <laughs> so um that's yeah good. that's what but, I've heard about it me of the um, departed um but I I won't say how or why until after you see it okay fair enough but, it's, but I I'm very excited to see it for the record these are the movies that are out right now instead of uh, uncut gems. You got Bad Boys for Life. Are you going to see it? Yeah, I'll probably see that today. Uh, you got Doolittle, uh, 1917. No, I want to see it. If you want to see that at all, you're going to see it. In, so I'm going to see that. I, I doubt that I'll see it just because I don't like war movies. So probably that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, Bombshell. I've already seen that. It's very funny because like um, ni- uh, 19 and uh, Bombshell have got like Oscar nominated on the poster now. So now I'm now... I'm going to get like a bunch of things that weren't released, but have been, but I really see it now because of the Oscar. Uh, Wait, Bombshell. did you say Bombshell for an Oscar? Uh, yeah, I think it's got best actress. You are fucking kidding me. You can double check see, that. But, yeah. This is that table flipping moment. Fuck that. Okay, go uh, ahead. Keep going. Got Jumanji The Next Level. Uh, I haven't seen that yet. I might check it out. I'll probably watch it. it it's, um, have you seen the, did you see the last one? The first one? Yeah. Yeah, it's that again. Um, yeah. Little Women. Uh, nope. Why is a Skywalker got nominated? Probably for effects, right? Yeah, it's like visuals and shit, probably. Yeah. My Spy, which if that's not a January movie, I don't know what is. My uh, Spy? Yeah, it's about this little girl who teams up with, um, I think, uh, the guy from, the wrestler from Guardians of the Galaxy. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wasn't that a summer movie from last year? What shit? When did that movie come out? I'm pretty sure that was a movie from last summer. It's a January Are you movie. Serious? It just oh, no. It does. I could have sworn that came out last year. No, you're right. It came out this year. You got Spies in Disguise, which is um, a movie. For, it's an animated movie where this spy turns into a pigeon and there's a gay pigeon. So that's uh, The Gentleman. Oh, you'll be glad to know that you actually got this movie first. What? Because it has not come out here. My it spy. will not come out. Yeah, my spy doesn't come out for us until March. I feel so. so you lucky. got it before us. Yeah, I was thinking I, of I'm, that stupid. I'm ecstatic. Stuber. I was thinking of Stuber from uh, last year because it's the same okay. guy, but uh, it was Dave Bautista. But yeah, uh, you have my spy first, so you could actually. Oh. There's a movie you can watch and then tell me about. Oh, I'm so excited to right? watch this movie. That exists. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's bad, but it's not the bad movie I'm interested in. It just looks dull. Okay. What else uh, do you guys have? The Gentleman. Wait, what? Okay. Now I'm flipping chairs. The Gentleman hasn't come out yet. Yeah, it's nearly out of cinemas. Um, it's got two screenings left. <gasps> Shit, did I miss that? It Probably. says it came out in that in two... No, I didn't miss it. It uh, it comes out this weekend. It comes out this Friday. So yeah, I was right. It didn't come out yet. It came uh, out for you, you last But for yeah, me, it doesn't much. come out this... Because this Friday is its debut. So I'll probably go watch that Thursday night. It looks fun. It looks like King. Uh, you got Go. At least the trailer does. Uh, what's Go? A movie called Go- I don't know. Uh, uh, Sean the Sheep. Which Wait, I, what's I, Go? I, I don't know. There's no oh, synopsis. It's about racing, I think. Oh. It looks like a race. Is it an Aussie movie or something? 
Because um, the only go I know is from 97. When, That's when not Jack, played by William Lutter, um, and his single mother, Frances O'Connor, uh, moved to a small town. Yeah, it is Australian. In Western Australia, uh, he soon gets involved in competitive world uh, world of go-kart racing. Uh, go-kart uh, racing? Okay. Huh? Yeah, I'm looking it up on IMDb. It's not even there. Yeah, this is definitely not going to come out worldwide. I guarantee it's only yeah. going to be shown in Australia because we make okay. six movies. <laughs> okay. So there's your first one. It's a go-kart oh. racing movie. You proud of yourselves? Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Our biggest movie right, was either um, Kangaroo Jack, Australia, or... Mulan That's it, Rouge. basically. That was Australian? I'm very sorry. Wasn't it? Is it Bob Lerman Australian? I don't know. But was it produced here? <clears> I don't know. I don't want to take I don't want to take the blame for that. Um, Shaun the Sheep. Uh, there's a new Shaun the Sheep movie. The first one was really cute. Um... And Jojo Rabbit. Those are the ones that are out. I don't care. And then each day you have a new Oscar movie coming out. Okay. Uh, that's going to have one showing. Like tomorrow's going to be um, A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Okay. So yeah. So there's a bunch of movies. Um, so here for the Oscar movies, you can pay 35 bucks and go see every Oscar, every movie that's nominated for, um, is, I th- is it Best Picture or is it any Oscar movie? I don't know. Uh, any Oscar anyway. movie would be hundreds of these. I think it'd be Best Picture. It might be, um, but it's a well, no, not hundreds because it's only the ones that are playing. Like, so for thirty-five dollars, you get a pass to see any movie that's nominated for an Oscar that's playing. Oh, okay, so, that's different. Yeah, right, that's at cool. the theater. So, um, okay, so the ones here are Once Upon a Time in, in Hollywood, Joker, Parasite, Jojo Rabbit, Ford v Ferrari. All of those have two showings. Then there's Frozen Two, Knives Out, Uncut Gems is on the one showing. Jumanji, The Next Level, Bombshells Down to One Showing, Star Wars, Rise of Skywalker, Spies in Disguise, Little Women, Just Mercy, 1917, The Grudge, which is down to one showing, Underwater, Like a Boss, Weathering with You. Weathering with You is great, you'll hate it. Like it uh, because the characters in that movie are okay, in it sounds Weathering like it. with... Uh, Frozen like, t- the characters in Weathering with but they're stupid in the, oh my god, teenagers. Okay. So, so it's realistic, but like uh, Mirai, it's like, you're realistic to the point of annoyance. Stop being this realistic. Do something. Oh, okay. Um, Frozen 2, Sing Along, Doolittle, Bad Boys for Life. I went to a sing-along for uh, The Greatest Showman. It was the best. Did you? I didn't see The Greatest You'll You'll hate it. I guarantee it. It's, 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 take one look at two minutes in. You're going to be like, fuck this. <laughs> Probably. Um, it Man 4, the finale, is also out. Oh, and there's a theater still playing Cats. Go see Cats! Why would I ever do that? Because Pain and Glory, the names. What the hell is the song of names? I've never heard of that. We'll look it up later, but we are out of time. This was fun. Aww, uh, indeed. This was fun. I'm glad that we had a schedule. That was great. Yeah. Interesting that we had a lot of uh, restarts, but hey, we, we weathered through it. One day we will be able to do an entire podcast episode without technical difficulties. And when that day comes, something terrible will happen to someone else. That's how the world works. That's horrible. <laughs> that's, that's just terrible. We must, we must keep the technical difficulties going for the sake of the universe. That doesn't even, that, no, that's not how <laughs> this works. Anywho, follow us on the things. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, places like that. And give us Link money in for the our award show. Yeah, for our award show. You know what? It would be a decent damn award show. I'll tell you that. 
I'll buy a suit. A... It'll be great. <laughs> Knowing you, you're buying a suit would be like buying a t-shirt that all that is like the design of a suit. Oh, yeah. Give me money. I'll do that one. <laughs> See. <laughs> All right, for Cinematic Adventures, I'm JP. I'm Daniel. See you later. See you next week.